I'm at the joint. I'm rolling with rice. Yeah, yeah. If you ain't rocking with DJ 100, then you ain't keeping it a hundred. Everything is everything, but I need a better rain. I'm married to the gang, so I got both of us wedding rings. On every finger, T Pizzle the wedding singer. We only make headbangers. I'm leaving them dead, ain't I ain't scared. It's the first of the month, I got my bag in the mail. I was panicking yesterday, now I'm happy as hell. We on. It's the first of the month, I got my bag in the mail I'm turning back up my radio, I hope I never be alone Be alone, Said it's the first of the month, got bitches calling my phone Just paid a couple of bills, just got some shit cut back on I gave my mama some money, so she can go out and gamble God only put on me what he know that I can handle But it's the first of the month, I'm putting some rims on my car My lady said it's a waste, bullshit I'm a star Leave me alone, she jealous anytime I'm gon' shine She said if you so talented, why? Nobody ain't ever heard of you She dumps me on the 20th, takes me back by the 30th She's wrong, but we've been together such a long time it's the first of the month, I got my bag in the mail I was panicking yesterday, now I'm happy as hell We on, we on Yo, 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 what up everybody, welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast <laughs> I'm your gracious host Mitchell Brown I like that, right? Um, thank you for joining us today, this evening, this afternoon. It's a wonderful day. I am so delighted that I am able to bring you guys a podcast this week. Um, there's a lot to talk about this week, right? But first, subscribe, rate, and comment. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please Subscribe, rate, comment. We are on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, um, Google Play, some other shit. We out here. We out here. You hear me? Um, yeah, listen. Please leave us a rating also. Um, we compete with a lot of heavy podcasts. I guess because, like, maybe I should change the cover art of my pod, right? Because, like, they see, like, a black face on, like, the cover, and they automatically group me in with, like, Angela Rye and Joe Button and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I've never listened to Angela's podcast, but I don't think we talk about the same shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know why her and I are, are competing just because, you know, we have fucking similar ancestors and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like her, her and I really don't need to be competing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, listen, we got fucking, uh, duck boats in the rain. Shout out to fucking top dollar signs. That pussy feel like drop top in the rain. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but yo, listen, I, that, damn, that was super distasteful too. Cause people died. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. But, um, we got duck boats in the rain. First off, listen. 
going on a boat tour during a thunderstorm. I mean, that's uniquely Branson, Missouri, right? I feel really, really bad about the people that lost their lives, especially the children that lost their lives. However, just run a quick Google search on Branson, Missouri, when you get a chance. Um, The intelligence level in that part of the world, according to what Al Gore's wonderful internet says, is not exactly, uh, there ain't too many Mensa members in Branson, Missouri. Put, put it, put it, put it that way. But we also got lawyers turning snitch, right? Fucking Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer, releasing mixtapes about him arranging deals to pay hookers and shit. Now, I don't know what exactly are the legal ramifications of that. Um, I don't know if a lawyer can snitch on the client. I don't know. I guess a lawyer can snitch to defend his own ass or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know. We also got Whoopi. Whoopi spazzing on judges and shit. Well, I mean, kind of. It was, it was, it was like spaz light, diet spaz, if you will. Diet spaz. Whoopi was on um, uh, Janet Pirro. Is her name right? Is that it? Janet Pirro, Jeanette Pirro. The, the the little angry woman that be on Fox News, her, the little, you know what I'm saying, whatever. I'm so, listen, and we're we, we going to talk about these shitty judges in, 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 a, in, a, in a second, right? I'm I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. Beyonce had one of the best videos ever. We're going to talk about the, these shitty judges, um, but, this, but there was also a massive grave or, or excuse me, well, a massive, yes, a massive, that is true. But a mass grave in Texas with like a hundred something black bodies and shit that they found. You know what I'm saying? Racism's over though. Um, before we get into any of the topics, mind you, we're not going to talk about any of those topics that I just mentioned in depth. I'm not going to talk about any of those because, you know, I don't feel like it. But I do want to send a quick congratulations to Jalen Rose and Molly Karam. Karam. Um, I'm more of a Jalen fan than I am a Molly fan. I'm also competing with Jalen Rose because Jalen Rose ha- has a podcast. His co-host is a white guy. I don't know why the fuck I'm competing with Jalen Rose. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a fan of Jalen Rose. Shout out Jalen Rose. Congratulations on the wedding. Um, health, wealth, and happiness to you and your new bride. Because, um, you know, we're not haters here at the Hood Loves Me podcast. right? We, there's, a, there's enough for everybody, baby. There's enough for all of us to get it, baby. You know what I'm saying, right? Speaking of enough for all of us to get it. So in the past, I've hinted at how the world is moving past the these United States, right? The world's moving past us because, quite frankly, we ain't shit. Um, so there's a trade deal that that is is in the process of having the ink dried uh, between Japan and the European Union. I believe it's 27 countries in the European Union, maybe 26, 27. I don't know if Britain is in it. I don't know what the fuck they want to do. Um, Pause for one second. There was a vote for um, a wage increase for restaurant workers in Washington, D.C. You guys can look this up. And the vote was passed by the citizens and fuck that. We know y'all voted for that, but this ain't no democracy, bitch. Ain't no democracy in real life, bitch. We know y'all voted for that, but y'all gonna take what the fuck we gave y'all and y'all gonna like it. So, you know, check, check, check that out, right? But, um, cause, cause, cause this kind of fits in line with what we're talking about. So, Japan and the European Union, 
Uh, they made a trade deal, and this trade deal is going to cover almost a third of the global economy. About 600 million people are going to be affected because of this new trade deal. Right now, it seems like these 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 two parties have been kind of kind of kind of sneaky dicking in the dark a little bit. Right, last year uh, it is reported that. Um, these two places, Japan and the European Union, I almost said country. I should say country. I should say country. Europe's a country. Just like how white people think Africa's a country. Europe is a country. The country of Europe and Japan, because um, the, the, they're both countries. Europe is a country. The European Union is a country, even if Britain is not in it. They're countries. Um, but but they, they've traded about $152 billion in goods, right? So these guys are bedfellows. And they're going to make a lot of money together. And that's fantastic for them. Now, usually the United States gets a little bit of this because, you know, we're the biggest gangsters in the world, right? If there's a nickel bag sold in the park, I want in. You feel me? We get real Frank White on this motherfucker when it comes to the world's business. But as we try to make America great again, selling a bunch of hats and T-shirts made in China, um, we don't really fuck with our allies, Right. So like you guys may have may have heard about, um, um, you know, the 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 things that President Pussy Grabber says about um, our allies. He loves our enemies. But, you know, like fucking Kim Jong Un, that's his name. Right. The, the fucking North Korean dude. Kim Jong Un um, is so bright, such a great negotiator. My nigga, he don't even speak no English. How the fuck you know how he a great negotiator? That, that reminds me of like a, a, of a Remy Martin Barr when she was beefing with Foxy Brown and shit. She was like, how am I arguing with Foxy? She can't hit shit. Like, how the fuck you know this nigga's a good negotiator? You, you Like, Trump ain't speaking no Korean. You feel me? And Kim Jong-un ain't speaking no motherfucking English. You feel me? But he's a good negotiator. Putin um, is whatever, whatever you said about Putin. We we could talk about what he said about Putin. Whatever he said about Putin was he probably talked about how you know his his fucking penis tastes like spring daisies and cinnamon. I don't know exactly what what it was. That's not a direct quote. But these tariffs, excuse me, not these tariffs. Ah, this trade deal. Excuse me, I got off track for a little bit. This trade deal is going to veto all of the United States tariffs. I repeat, they will, will remove tariffs on European exports such as cheese and wine. Japanese automakers and electronic firms will face fewer barriers from the European Union as well. Basically, these guys are going to make a bunch of money. The United States are not going to be able to get any of it. Now, how does this affect the United States? Well, if you think about people that work in manufacturing, who are you going to sell your shit to, boo? You're not going to be able to sell your shit to nobody in the country of Europe. You're not going to be able to sell your shit... To nobody in Japan across the Pacific Ocean, and I don't know what other countries are involved in this. I can imagine it's a shit ton, considering that this agreement is going to cover 600 million people. And if you remember what I said last week about one of the countries in the European Union, Croatia, they got the same population as Houston, Texas. Okay, so there's going to be a bunch of motherfuckers involved in this, and we ain't going to be able to get none of it. So who are you going to be able to sell this shit to? America. Right. This is a legitimate stat because, you know, we're a heavy, we're a heavy duty, serious journalistic operation here at the Hood Loves Me podcast. And according to, to the Department of Labor, dig this for data. In the second quarter of 2018, the median wage weekly in the United States was roughly nine was 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 a little bit more than nine hundred and fifty dollars. That was the median wage. Right now, Asians made the most about they 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 made a little bit over a thousand dollars a week. 
on average. White people fit right along in the average. Now, black people made $200 less than the average. White people were a little bit above the average. Black people made $200 less than that average. So, if the economy is doing well, the national economy, if the national economy is doing well, and people still aren't getting paid the amount of money that they need to live off of. Mind you, there's also people that are vetoing things that are voted into action to increase people's wages. How are trade deals like this going to attract business to the United States? How is a trade deal like this going to inspire manufacturing growth and boost the economy of the United States? How are we going to increase wages? How are we going to, uh, what's the word, stimulate? How are we going to provide some type of stimulus to our labor force? We're not, okay? It's not going to happen. We're not going to do that shit, right? What we are going to do is we're going to suck some Russian dick. That's what we're going to do. We're going to suck some Russian dick. We're going to play, we're going to stroke the shaft, mind the stepchildren, and if he's nice enough and he grabs the back of our neck firm enough, we're going to swallow the gravy also. That's what we're going to do. That's what the United States is going to do. Right. The United States has turned from the bully on the block to the, the uh, never mind. I can see I can't even make this tasteful jokes anymore in 2018 because y'all motherfuckers are so sensitive. I was going to say something that was very inappropriate in today's climate, but it would have been funny as fuck in 2006. So I got to say about that. Um, so, yeah, Trump and Putin, they had a date and um, it was in Finland. I don't know why the fuck. Oh, I know why I was in Finland because it wasn't a shithole country, right? But um, they were in contrary to probably Finland's a fucking shithole, and all you Finnish motherfuckers, all you Norwegians, all you fuckers are on heroin, and it's fucking insane how like people look at Sweden and like Norway and Finland, like all those countries that are across the street from the North Pole, like it's some type of bastion for utopia, and and like like life is great over there. They're not able to live over there. Fucking talk about it. it's fucking winter. Eight months of the year. Whatever. We're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about um, how our president is on television committing treason. But you know what I'm saying? That's all right, though, because he's not a Kenyan Muslim. Um, but yeah, yo, homie is... Yo, we got 17 intelligence agencies in Trump's government. And then the motherfucker comes home and he's like, oh, nah, I ain't... What do you mean? I, I mean, I didn't say that. I meant to say that he would not... Not that he, I meant to say that because we're stupid and people believe it and people will believe it because we're stupid. We're stupid. Like, like, like we as in like a, a country, like you, of course, you may not be stupid. You might be stupid though. If you're listening to this, you're probably not stupid. Excuse me. If you're a subscriber of the Hood Loves Me podcast and you gave us a five-star rating, you're definitely not stupid. If you gave us anything less than a five-star rating or if you didn't rate at all, then you're stupid and your mother probably sucks dick in hell. But that's another conversation for a later day, right? But let's talk about Simone Martin, excuse me, Maria Butina, right? I don't know if you guys watch Homeland, but God damn it, did those acted, did those writers not hit the nail on the fucking head? Only thing they got wrong was that a woman didn't win the election. Technically, a woman got the most votes, but she just didn't win the general election. Go figure. How's that for democracy, right? The most doesn't win, um, like a golf tournament. But, um... Spoiler alert, this past season of Homeland was, was basically about a Russian spy, a Russian female spy that, that came to the United States, fucking politicians, charming her way to the top, 
And we have a woman by the name of Maria Butina, right? Now, you guys may have heard of Maria Butina. Maria Butina is a Russian... um, I mean, on, on paper, it says she owns a furniture store, but, you know, uh, she's a spy, basically. She's a Russian spy, and um, she made some very good connections with people in the National Rifle Association, with people in the Republican Party. Uh, she has a bunch of pictures with motherfuckers and, you know, left a lot of paper trail in terms of the money, Right. So, you know, I ain't even going to begin to talk about Murder, Inc. That just confirms a darker, deeper fucking criminal link or whatever, if you guys listen to Jay-Z. But, um, where is it? There's a Rolling Stone article, right? Let's, 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 let's get serious for a second. There's a Rolling Stone article, and it said that, um, the National Rifle Association contributed about $30 million to help elect Donald Trump in 2016. The FBI have been investigating whether or not some or all of the cash may have been supplied by Russia. The Russian, cent- the Russian central banker Alexander Torshin, along with Butina, had deeper ties to the NRA than previously known. The NRA even flew a delegation to Moscow in 2015 to meet with Kremlin officials. For who? For what? For what? Why is the national quote national the United like why are they why would they why I don't I don't know why maybe maybe that's above my pay, pay grade you know what maybe I'm one of them stupid motherfuckers that I was talking about earlier I don't know but. One member of this delegation was <laughs> disgraced Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark. Filed an ethics report in 2016 showing that the $6,000 of his trip expenses were paid by Butina's group. Whew. The recently departed NRA president, Pete Brown, Brownell, Brownell, Brownell covered 14000 of Clark's airfare and visa expenses. Wow. Wow. What type of dick was he sucking to get motherfuckers to drop 20 grand? Like, nigga, that's a that's that's an Instagram thought trip right there. Like, like, yo, Putin got the piss tape. Does David Clark like to get pissed on? Because that's some instant that's some instant thought shit. Like, am I lying? Like, we all know the stories about you feel me, our favorite follows on the gram going going over to Bahrain to get defecated on and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we're, we're well aware. Why the fuck would somebody spend $20,000 to send a black sheriff to Moscow? Why? For who, for what? Why? Like, why? But, um, you know, the good folks over at Rolling Stone, you guys can check out the article. They, they did a lot kind of spelling out... Um, Basically, the paper trail. If this woman is a spy, she didn't do a good job at spying. She she did she, she did not do a a, a, a good job with tradecraft. Cause um we see you, bitch. Um so you know Trump loves Russia. Trump loves Putin. Trump might even love David Clark. Maybe yo, may, yo David Clark's the pet Negro, and he might be over there getting Mandingo. They might be over there seeing if like the myth is true and shit. Cause Russia's too cold for black people to live there natively. So they probably got to import their dicks. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, like, like that's some shit that that like the Russians probably got to do. But this, listen, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what we're waiting for. We got um, you know, Russian spies, and we got lawyers snitching, and we got we got all this shit. I don't know what what I don't I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know much about the judicial system. 
But to me, it seems like we got enough evidence to do something, right? To prosecute somebody. Somebody important. And I don't mean like on some Paul Manafort shit. Because that, even that motherfucker snitching. Everybody's snitching. Lesson number one, class. Don't do any crime with any middle-aged white guys. Because they're going to tell. Unless they're Gary Anderson. You guys might remember Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson was Barry Bond's best friend. Gary Anderson used to do jail time because he didn't want to snitch on Barry Bonds. They was probably gay together too. But we know what Trump loves, and we also know that Trump hates the NFL. Trump hates the NFL. Trump hates fucking Roger Goodell. He's 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 tweeting about um, you know, the 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 anthem policy, right? First time kneeling out the game, second time kneeling out for the season, no pay. This is what Trump wants to do. Mind you, this is the same Trump that that you know the NFL wouldn't allow him to buy a team because you know he's a piece of shit. It's crazy when and when an organization as janky as the NFL won't let you buy a team because you're a piece of shit. But you know you could be president of the United States. That's perfectly fine. Um, I don't want to spend too much time talking about these jackasses in the NFL. I'm not watching the NFL. I don't give a fuck about the NFL. And honestly, I'm to the point now where if you're watching the NFL, you you just don't give a fuck about social issues and or black people. Um, but there there is a guy that I would like to shout out. His name is Jarrell Casey. Jarrell Casey plays for the Tennessee Titans. And I did a little bit of research on Jarrell Casey. I've learned that Jarrell Casey is from Long Beach, California. If you know anything about brown to light-skinned niggas from California, they get it in. Especially niggas, I mean, not from SoCal, but like cats from SoCal, cats from the Bay Area. They ain't too many pussies in California. Like, 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 I will give you Cali niggas that. You Cali niggas go in. Props to you Cali niggas. Because um, Jarrell Casey hopped on television and said, yo, I'm going to protest, my nigga. I know we got these restrictions, and well, at the time he did the interview, they had these restrictions. But he's like, he's going to protest. Fuck you for telling me that I can't protest. Now, mind you, we saw what happened to Conor Kaepernick. We saw what happened uh, to Eric Reed. We we see what happens to other athletes that support Conor Kaepernick in that way. Um, they get blackballed from the league. No soup for you. You can't work here. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Get the fuck out. I don't know when Jarrell Casey's contract is up. I pulled up his stats. He seems to be a pretty good player. Um, went to Long Beach Poly. If you know much about football in the United States, you know Long Beach Poly produces a lot of pro talent. Went to the University of Southern Cal, another university that produces a lot of pro talent. Um, currently, he's playing for the Tennessee Titans. I wish this man nothing but success in his career. Um uh, somebody else that I wish success in their careers is, is a guy by the name of Le'Veon Bell. You guys might know Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is a very, very good, very, very talented athlete. Plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Le'Veon Bell is sick of this shit. Sick of this shit. Sick of this shit. Because um, he ain't going to play for the Steelers no more after this season. He was in, the, in, the, in the, 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 the negotiations to try to get a new contract. He plays a position um, that isn't favorable for growth, for longevity, rather, right? He plays the the which was once a, a, a position that was heralded, a, a position that was important. He 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 played running back, and now in today's game, 
um, from what I understand about the NFL, the, the days where the where you put the ball in a guy's stomach and 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 you know you you have him run straight three times in a in a in a series to get a first down. Those days are over. Now cats are throwing the ball to their running backs. I believe um, Le'Veon Bell is the second best receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they're not trying to pay him. So, and, you know, depending on what type of life you have, this was the final offer that was um, pitched to Le'Veon Bell. The Pittsburgh Steelers pitched him a five-year, $7 million deal. Excuse me, $70 million deal. But, excuse me, yeah, not seven, because that ain't, that, ain't, that ain't shit. Uh, five-year, $70 million deal. Um, the fully guaranteed part was his signing bonus of just over $10 million. So the only part that was fully guaranteed was $10 million. If you know anything about these NFL contracts, these guys thrive for their guaranteed money because they play a violent game, a game that literally takes years off of your life. So they want guaranteed money. Only makes sense. To me, at least, it, don't, it don't only makes sense, especially when you consider lesser players or, or you know, players that have accomplished less in their career, um, get better deals. You know, fucking Devontae Freeman uh, from the Atlanta Falcons, he's probably the Falcons' second best receiver also. Um, he signed a deal in last year, I believe, uh, and he got maybe 15 million in a signing bonus uh you know what I, sh- I i can i can i can look this up let me let me say let me uh hop on the google machine here see what we can do okay here we go this is according to uh oof behind the steel curtain uh is this a this is a so this seems like a pittsburgh steeler blog Right. Um, misinformation came out of blah, 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 blah. I'm reporting that Le'Veon Bell rejected the contract. Therefore, no one else compared it for me. OK, whatever. So Devontae Freeman signed a contract, 15 million dollars signing bonus. With 22 million in guarantees. Right. So. The OK, the wording. OK, so Ian Rappaport tweets out that um, there's a rolling guaranteed structure for forty five million over three years. I don't know what a rolling guarantee is. You either guaranteed or you not like what, what the like, what does that mean? Rolling guarantee. Do you is you is you paying me or no? Do you feel me? Like, what the fuck you talking about? Rolling guarantee. You know what? I'm going to tell my fucking landlord like, hey, <laughs> I like to pay a rolling rent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let me let me pay a rolling rent. You know, I, like I, I like sometimes I pay you and shit. Sometimes I won't, depending on the performance. Of this motherfucker, see if I get away with that shit. Right? Um, the NFL's finished. Fucking Larry Fedora. Larry Fedora is a the, the the coach. And you know, this is this is is it even on the docket? I got my notes here. I try to take notes so I seem halfway intelligent when I talk to you motherfuckers. Um, this is off the top. Larry, Larry Fedora, the head coach of um, the college football team at the University of North Carolina. If you know anything about the University of North Carolina, they've been riddled in scandals, not just in football, but in basketball as well. Um, you know, they, they got kids taking fake classes. They got a whole bunch of bullshit. They fucking give them motherfuckers degrees. They can't even read. 
Um, but Larry Fedora hops on television, and and I get it. He's a football coach. He has to defend his job, but goddamn, that he sounds stupid. It is true that there is not hard scientific evidence that there's a direct link between CTE and playing football. However, when you say things like football is an integral part of the success of our country, my nigga, that's not true. Cue up my nigga Mike Gundy. That's not true! When you say that you spoke to a third-star general, or excuse me, a three-star general. See, he told you I don't know shit about boxing. Talk to a three-star general, and this three-star general says that the reason why the United States military is so successful is because they're filled with guys that played football that weren't good enough to make it to the NFL. What? What about, like, all the women in the military? Like, did they want to play safety for the Arizona Cardinals also? You know? What about all the other people that never played football that are in the military? I'm literally thinking about all the people that I know that are veterans. And I think maybe one of them played football. Steve, what up? Shout out my nigga Steve. Um, yeah, I'm, listen, we need to get away from this, like, um warrior soldier phenomenon like what what the fuck is up with this like like you know like we want to inspire like this like and, and like we tried it with pat tillman um but like we want to inspire like this call of duty like ultimate badass like it's not happening it, it ain't it ain't happening right also um who was george washington's fullback i don't know george washington played receiver I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like General George Washington. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. I, I don't know that fucking General Dwight Eisenhower. You know, fucking <laughs> played left guard for the Chicago Bears and shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, my nigga? Don't you work at a school? I go. What? Yeah. I get it. ABC always recruiting, and maybe he recruits in a different demographic maybe he recruits a different type of player but north carolina ain't a football school it ain't a football state you know what i'm saying i don't know what's up with larry fedora i get it he has to fucking defend his job but son he sounded stupid sounded fucking stupid anywho todd Gurley, todd Gurley, very very good athlete todd Gurley said that cats in the nfl they're 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 jealous if you will of some of the money that nba players receive and I say they shouldn't be mon- they shouldn't be jealous of the money that NBA players receive. They should be jealous of the money that pro baseball players and European soccer players make. Those guys make the money with all the guarantees, and nobody knows their name, nobody knows their faces, nobody knows anything about these guys. But we're going to talk about the NBA for a second because that was a pretty big trade. Kawhi Leonard was traded um, to the Toronto Raptors for Demar Derozan. I mean, that was basically the trade. I, I know it was like DeMar DeRozan, Jacopodal, um, and maybe a draft pick for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. And um, people are talking about who won the trade. People are saying that Kawhi is unhappy about being in Toronto. If Kawhi is unhappy about being in Toronto, it's probably because he's never been to Toronto. 
Toronto's dope as fuck. Toronto might be a top five city in the world. I know it's the fourth largest market on this continent. But Toronto's dope as fuck. And if you're a 20-something-year-old millionaire in Toronto, my nigga, you can have a really good time. So I don't know how Kawhi Leonard feels today. I don't know. You know, I, I don't. I don't really know much about Kawhi. I don't think I've ever heard Kawhi Leonard's voice, and you haven't either. If you have, probably because he sucked his dick the night before last. I don't. I, I don't think I've ever heard of an interview, and I'm a sports nerd. Never heard Kawhi Leonard's voice. Demar Derozan is pissed. However, Demar Derozan is pissed because he feels like he was lied to, and if he feels like he was lied to, I understand why he would be pissed. His boss or his General manager, man by the name of Masai Ujiri, the general manager of the Toronto Raptors, from what DeMar feels like, told him that he would not be traded. We are not going to trade you. And they ended up trading. And DeMar DeRozan didn't want to leave Toronto. I don't blame him because DeMar DeRozan is a 20-something-year-old millionaire. All right? Toronto's dope as fuck. So Kawhi... Maybe we'll stay in Toronto. He's the best player in the East now, in my opinion. Um, I think that this is great for the Raptors, at least for one year. I don't. I ain't mad at the Raptors for shooting their shot. And, I mean, we saw what happened with Oklahoma City. They shot their shot with Paul George. And everybody was like, oh, he's only going to be here for one year. And then he's going to go to L.A. And Paul George signed a four-year deal to stay in Oklahoma City. What type of shit is that when you sign four years to live in Oklahoma? You feel what I'm saying? If Oklahoma City can keep Paul George, yo, Toronto can keep Kawhi Leonard. Or or at least they they, you know, like if Kawhi has some different type of interests other than literally anything that you want to do, because you can do anything that you want in Toronto. Unless Kawhi, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um I like the trade. I like the trade for both teams. Keep in mind that the Spurs lost Tony Parker. So that means that DeMar DeRozan will be a major feature in that front court. Right? They traded away Danny Green as well as um, Tony Parker. I'm not sure if Mano Ginobili's old ass is coming back. But even if he is, I mean, he old. So you you ain't going to expect much out of him. You know, the ball is going to be in DeMar DeRozan's hand a lot for, for the Spurs. Spurs will probably win, you know. Anywhere between like 45 and 50 games are probably going to be, you know, anywhere between a third and a sixth seed in the playoffs. They might win run fucking one round and then they're going to lose to the Raptors or the or the, the Rockets. Um, So, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I look forward to it. Um, Shout out. Fucking Carmelo Anthony, man. Shout out Carmelo. I know we, people have a lot of jokes about Carmelo, about, you know, um, the whole thing with Lala and, 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 and how Lala be looking good as fuck now whenever she's not with Melo. But goddamn, yo, Melo here for his money, and Melo gonna get all his money. Right? So, Melo was traded to the Atlanta Hawks. Never stepped foot in Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. And um, apparently he's keeping all his $28.9 million that he's due this season, and he's free to sign with whomever he wants to sign with. So either sign with Houston or he'll sign with Miami. 
None of those are bad choices. None of those are bad locations to spend $28 million. I've spent more time in Miami than I've spent in Houston. I think that $28 million goes a lot farther in Houston than it does in Miami. Um, one thing that Miami does is make you aware of how balling you are not. You know what I'm saying? You go out in Miami and don't try to meet no women when you're out in Miami and buying her a drink and shit. You buy a chick one drink, it's going to cost you $17. It's a lot cheaper than that in Houston. Both both states don't have any state um, like income tax, which is incredible. You know, but uh, keep getting them checks, Melo. Fuck, fuck it, dude. Play as long as motherfuckers is going to pay you to play, yo. I, and you know what? I guess that's also why these NFL cats is mad. Fucking DeMarco Murray's 30 years old. He had to retire because his body was beat to hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking Vince Carter, 40 years old. That motherfucker's still out here. Fucking getting, getting paid millions. You know what I'm saying? Millions. Fucking Tobias Harris makes 15 million a year. You know what I'm saying? And fucking Le'Veon Bell, you've never heard of Tobias Harris. And Le- fucking Le'Veon Bell might be the best player, one of the best players in the league. Way more valuable to the Pittsburgh Steelers than Antonio Brown is, in my opinion. And he can't even get fucking 15 guaranteed spread out throughout his contract. You know, I'd be jealous of these NBA cats, too. Keep in mind, the reason why these NFL cats compare themselves to these NBA cats is because they fuck with the same women. They're in the same circles. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you know, if your section... So, so, so like, if you're, you know, the, the third guy off the bench for the Detroit Pistons... You know what I'm saying? You might make fucking seven mil per season. Right? And if you're Odell Beckham, you ain't making seven mil at your job. You know what I'm saying? Odell Beckham is considerably more famous than anybody on the Detroit Pistons. And maybe, maybe eight. And I, I, I'm not even going to look this up. Maybe eight Pistons, I'll say. Eight, eight Pistons probably make more money in salary than what Odell Beckham makes. So if your section is next to, you know, whatever bumfuck guy that plays for the for the for the Pistons and you Odell Beckham and you got a bunch of Italian models in your section doing coke and shit, rolling brown cigarettes. Um and that bottle that bottle waitress come around again asking if you want another Magnum bottle of Cristal. And uh, uh you ain't really got it like that cuz there ain't nobody paying but you. But they having a grand old time at Charlie McDouchebag's section. And now your tasty chicks is fucking looking at him because, you know, fuck with me. You know I got it. That's why these niggas be beefing. That's why these niggas be arguing. And honestly, rightfully so, if I got beat in the head for a fucking living, yo, my man, I, I, can, I get, can I get a raise? You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Right, I, I don't know. But this 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 is going to be a good season. We got LeBron in L.A. You feel what I'm saying? So it should be good, right? July is always a slow time for, for sports. That's why we're talking about contracts. We're talking about shit. But um, there was actually a sporting event last week. There was a Major League All-Star game. I didn't watch it. I used to be a big baseball fan back in the day, but, you know, not so much anymore. Um there's a baseball player, probably the greatest baseball player ever, 
and nobody knows his name. Right? His name is Mike Trout. Mike Trout may be the greatest baseball player ever. Ralph Manfred, I believe, Rob Manford. Rob Manford is the commissioner of baseball. Rob Manford did a really good job going on television last week and saying, hey, we want our players to engage more. We want our players to become stars. They asked him about Mike, Mike Trout because, again, this guy might be the greatest baseball player ever. And this is no bullshit. This is no bullshit. And, and, and he plays for the Anaheim Angels. I, I get it. It's not the Dodgers. It's like playing for the Mets as opposed to the Yankees. But, yo, dog, you play in, you know, the greater Los Angeles area. There should be more exposure. The only baseball players we know are cats that play for the Yankees on a national level. Baseball is a largely regional sport, right? Um, but they say that in terms of Q rating, Mike Trout is less popular than Kenneth Fareed. Now, if you've never heard of Kenneth Fareed, that, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you. Um, that's not a bad thing that you've never heard of Kenneth Reed because Kenneth Reed doesn't even start for the basketball team that he plays for. So there's a huge, you know, discrepancy in that. I'm sure there's not a fucking discrepancy in pay. Mike Trout can demand any salary he wants from any major league team and they will pay that shit. Um, but I'm not here to talk about Mike Trout. I'm here to talk about Josh Hader. Right. And listen, the machine is very good. I may have spoken about this before in the, 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 the podcast, but it is very difficult on the Internet these days to find any type of white debauchery. You can't find no videos of white cats fighting from a year ago. You might see that shit for three, four, five days, then they take that shit down. You can't find no examples of white debauchery. You, can't, you don't really see too many clips of like white heroin addicts nodding off and shit like white dope fiends doing dumb shit not for any extended period you probably get a two-week run then that shit is scrubbed from the internet i say that because i am here searching for josh Hader's tweets you may have heard josh Hader uh, as a pitcher for the milwaukee brewers and um yeah i can't find his tweets he tweeted a whole bunch of racist and homophobic and misogynistic tweets. Um, you know, he was t- taught nigga this, nigga that. Uh, I-, I believe like like a few of those was like some Two Live Crew lyrics. Crazy how a 17-year-old white kid from Maryland knows who Two Live Crew is. Um, but, you know, he's t- you know what I'm saying, like white power and, and like KKK and I hate gay people. And, you know what I'm saying, said, it, you know, he only wants women for sex and cooking and cleaning and all that. Now, listen, I'm not here... To, to, to hold court about what a 17-year-old tweeted, right? Josh Hader, of course, is no longer 17 anymore. I believe he's in his mid-20s. Um, but there was a uh, there was an NFL prospect that got jammed up for his tweets. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember what he was, but, yo, if I'm his agent, if I'm a sports agent, yo, we're deleting your Twitter account as soon as you sign your major league contract. And we're starting over. So nobody can pull tweets from, you know what I'm saying, when you were a fucking teenager. I'm so, listen, I'm fortunate that I, if you are my age, and I am in my 30s, shit, if you are my age, you're fucking happy that we didn't have social media when we were 17. You feel what I'm saying? It's way different growing up in the social media area. And the thing that's particularly nefarious is the people that have created the social media phenomenon. Their kids aren't on social media. 
right? Like Warren Buffett's kids aren't on social media. You know what I'm saying? Steve Jobs' kids aren't on social media. Even that one little bastard child that Steve Jobs never claimed. You know, because we're all pieces of shit a little bit. Steve, I appreciate all of your innovations and the things that you provided to society, but not claiming that child was a pretty shitty thing to do, nigga. You lucky you died before Pusha T started making diss tracks. Um, Who else? There's somebody else that, um, like Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 because these people have created the drug. Right? But the CEO of Ford doesn't drive one because he knows it's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers that created social media, they, they, they know not to be on social media because that shit fucks with you. It's a mind fuck of epic proportions. And then they even, they, it, yo, it's it's crazy. It, 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 it's, it's insane. Like, I post shit to my Instagram. And if you're not following me, follow uh, Mitchell Brown with the underscore after the Brown. Mitchell spelled with one L because my mother spells her name with one L. Therefore, her son does also. Um, And like, I, I'll get shit that I posted, shit that I seen. And they'll stagger in my shit. Like, I'll see, you know, fucking so-and-so liked your shit. And I'm like, yeah, why are you telling me? This is so Like, homie liked it three hours ago. Why are you telling me now? To try to get you to go back and shit to scroll some more. That shit is a that shit is a drug, yo. We're slaves to these devices. And I'm 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 really gonna do a conscious effort to stay the fuck off of my phone when I'm in like public spaces, when I'm around my friends and shit like that. I'm gonna stay the fuck off of my phone. This shit this shit is poison. Shit is poison. You know what I'm saying? Unless I'm looking up porn, I'm staying the fuck off my phone when I'm with my friends. That was a joke. Um yeah, I'm I I I I, I mean that shit. Today, personal, just, just a quick little personal fucking anecdote. Today, um, so like some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not know, um, I work in finance like in real life. I don't really talk much about what I do professionally because, you know, I'm saying, eh, you know, whatever. But um, I'm in the process of studying for um, this license. Um, and I'm going to get my ass kicked. With this exam, with this this license that I'm supposed to get, I fucking failed the exam because I don't know how to study. You know what I'm saying? I was never a good student. I was just always a smart motherfucker. So I, I would always rely on like my talent and shit. Like I ain't, I I don't know how to study. I ain't never had to study. It ain't it, ain't, it like school and shit never mattered to me that uh, enough for me to study for it. Like if I ain't know it, fuck it. I could front like I know it, or I could charm the teacher, and or I could just you know what I'm saying charm some nice looking girl, or even some ugly looking girl to let me cheat off her, take her notes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was good at building relationships that way. But now that I'm an adult and shit, and I got to study for these certifications and these licenses, I don't know how to fucking do it, and I get my ass kicked. So anywho, I'm in this class, and boy, if if if, if my hands ain't itching, I'm, I'm supposed to be focused on the material, but shit, nigga, I'm scrolling. And I'm like, and and, and, and like, I check myself. I'm like, hey, what the fuck am I doing? To the point where, for part of the day, like, I just kept my phone in my car. Like, fuck it. And I felt weird for like 20 minutes, but then I was cool. Like, huh, yeah. And what makes it worse is a lot of us wear these watches. These fucking smart watches. Right? These smart watches and these shits buzz and these shits chime and these shits notify us and these shits tell us, you know what I'm saying? Yelp pops through every now and again. Check out a new hot restaurant in your area. How the fuck you know where I'm at? 
Or what's even worse is you get in your car at a certain time of day. And that shit just gonna add that, that shit gonna assume that it knows where you're going. It'll take you 19 minutes to get to bitch. I ain't even going that way. Look what the fuck, yo. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I like, ugh. Shit, man. I know I sound like that old guy that's standing on his lawn and shit saying, stay the fuck off my grass. But listen, these fucking phones, we need to, we need to find, we need to find another way to do this shit. Right? We need to find another way to do this shit. Um, back to the lecture at hand. We talking about Josh Hader and and those those tweets. I'm not gonna hold somebody. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Josh Hader might be racist, but if, if he is racist, it ain't because he tweeted white power when he was 17. Right? Yeah, he might hate gay people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, anybody that says that they hate a whole group of people, you don't. You don't really hate them in real life. To say that like you hate gay, my nigga, you don't know all gay people. You can't hate all gay people. Um, I do have a problem with the, you know, fucking Major League Baseball as a punishment, making him undergo some type of sensitivity training. That's a punishment. It's not a punishment. Why not make everybody go through some type of sensitivity training? Because th- their league has a clear fucking cultural problem with, you know, players from the United States and players from the Dominican Republic and Venezuela and, you know, all of the, uh, uh, Spanish-speaking and Latin countries. Clearly, they have a problem there. Um, But, you know, whatever. Speaking of having problems, and this is no shade, but what the fuck is up with Azalea Banks? Like, where where is, like, who, who who is in her corner? Does she have friends, like, that care about her? Does she have people that, you know what I'm saying? Because she be tripping, you know? She's been tripping for a long time now. She's been, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, she has she has a, a a long history of her starting shit with a lot of people. From what I understand, she was on Wildin' Out, a show that's clearly dedicated to shit talking. And she didn't have a good time on Wildin' Out. She was busting her gun, talking about this, talking about that on Wildin' Out. And, you know, nobody, like... And, like, so we have these jokes... Right now, I don't I don't know much about Ms. Banks. But we have these jokes about her and about how, how she acts. And to me, it, it there's, there's obviously some type of issue. It's crazy to me how, you know, we see this this past week with um old girl from Destiny's Child. Um fuck. Fuck. Oh. Motherfucking Michelle. How um she checked herself into the puzzle factory. Um and you know, Missy stepped up. Shout out Missy. Missy stepped up and, and she has some very nice words for this young woman about, you know, making sure that she get herself together. Right? She was like, yo, no jokes, cause this ain't nothing to be laughed at. And I was encouraged by that. I was encouraged by that because the stigma in our society is that black women are angry, right? And everybody else gets the mental illness pass, except for black women. Black women don't really get the mental illness pass, right? Black women get, oh, that bitch is angry pass. She's an angry black bitch and we need to get rid of her. That's, that's how black women are treated. 
You see what I'm saying? Azalea Banks, to me, clearly has some type of issue. Some type of issue that goes deeper than her music, that goes deeper than these jokes. How come she doesn't get this mental illness pass? How come nobody has a conversation with her and says, yo, baby, what's going on? You feel what I'm saying? Like, how come she can't get the same type of respect that a Roseanne gets? How come Azalea Banks can't hop on TV and say, oh, hey, you know what? Listen, I took an Ambien the other night. That's why I was fucked up. My bad. It's okay. Right? I think that's fucked up, personally. And what I mean by white women getting the mental illness pass, you guys may have heard of Natalia Caria. If you don't know who Natalia Caria is, and 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 and, and please look this up because this story is going to be gone in a month. I promise you, the story is going to be gone in a month. She's that bitch from Minnesota that um, tried to kill that baby by hanging. She tried to hang a 16-month-old child from a ceiling at a daycare center. This bitch got sentenced 10 years of probation for attempted murder on a child because the judge... Quote, Judge J. Quam says, while the law presumes a very lengthy prison sentence for Caria, it also states that an, inap- that an appropriate action, excuse me, an appropriate situation that, yeah, let me start over. It also states that in an appropriate situation, mental illness can be used to mitigate the sentence. Right. Which might be very, very true, except for one thing. Miss Caria don't speak no fucking English. Right? So here we are as a society making America great again, getting all these fucking immigrants out because they're rapists and they bring their this and they do this and they bring their this. Right? But this bitch is a fucking immigrant from the goddamn Ukraine. Right? It says a Ukrainian native speaking through an interpreter broke her silence. The mother of four who has a history of mental illness apologized to the people she hurt while also stating that her husband abused her for years. Why does this bitch get a pass for damn near killing a child? Now, I don't know what this child looks like, but I imagine this child don't look like he's from the motherfucking Ukraine. I'd imagine... I'm going to guess this child probably looks like some of the kids in shithole countries. If you know anything about the Ukraine, the Ukraine is a shithole country. Okay? Trump's wife is, is, is from one of those shithole countries. One of them dirt poor, shitty ass Europe, Eastern European countries where the sun don't fucking shine, ever. Okay? I thank God that nobody died that terrible day, said Caria. Again, I apologize to the people who could have suffered or were injured by my car and also the parents of the child. Did this this bitch hit somebody with the car also? This bitch hit motherfuckers with her car. She got 10 years probation. There was a black woman that left her kids in the car to go on a job interview. And they sent that bitch to jail. I shouldn't call her a bitch. I'm calling uh, 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 fucking Natalia, whatever. I'm, she's a bitch. 
She's a bitch, and so is her aunt. But, yo, this... Ain't there a black woman doing time in prison because she was in a bad situation and she shot the ceiling? And didn't they send her to jail? Yo, why can't black women get the mental illness pass? Right? This fucking bitch tried to hang a child and she's a daycare provider. Are these not the immigrants that we want out of the country? Are they not talking about deporting Natalia Car? She's a crazy Ukrainian bitch that likes to kill children. If that's not a reason to get sent the fuck back, I don't know what is. I encourage all of you guys, please. This is from some local site in Minnesota. She lives in Minnesota. Another reason to never go to Minnesota. Not that Prince is dead. Prince and Coke and fucking uh, motherfucking Kirby Puckett. Ain't no reason to go to Minnesota. But this is some crazy shit. Like in real life, some crazy fucking shit. Right? To the victims. To the... Uh, what, a, what, a, what a fucking great lawyer. Oh my God, what a great lawyer. To the victims in this case, the trauma of the experience was very significant, said Brock Hunter, defense attorney. We're thankful no one died here. We know people were scarred permanently, psychologically, physically for the rest of their lives. We hope that they find peace. Who was they? You're talking about this child that was damn near hanged? Goddamn. If we ain't making America great again, y'all, this type of shit that we this this type of shit that we working on. Right? This type of shit that we working on, y'all. When a when a when a grown person trying to kill a, a, a trying to kill the babies can't go to prison. Ten years probation? I know motherfuckers in prison for weed, yo. Ten years probation for an attempted murder? Fucking mother whore. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Please listen. If this is your first time, subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on, um, y'all know where the fuck we at. I'll see y'all next week, man. Yidi! I have full faith and support for America's great intelligence agencies. Always have. And I have felt very strongly that while Russia's actions had no impact at all on the outcome of the election, let me be totally clear in saying that, and I've said this many times, I accept our intelligence community's conclusion that Russia's meddling in the 2016 election took place. Could be other people also. Uh, There's a lot of people out there. Uh, There was no collusion at all. I thought that I made myself very clear by having just reviewed the transcript. Now, I have to say, I came back and I said, what is going on? What's the big deal? So I got a transcript. I reviewed it. I actually went out and uh, reviewed a clip of uh, an answer that I gave. People came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. 
Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I realize that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in, and I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself.